Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. NLC opener, and speaking of NLC openers, Mishawaka boys will open up their conference play Friday night against the Concord Miniman, and we will have that right here on 96-1 the ton. Starting lineups being introduced down on the floor here at Michigan City High School. Our starting lineups here on the radio brought to you by McAdoo's Family Restaurant. Start your day the right way with breakfast the McAdoo's way at McAdoo's on Lincoln Way East in Mishawaka. Mishawaka will start with their starting combination of Jackson Snyder, the point guard, 5'10", junior, averaging 1.3 assists and 4 rebounds a game. Cooper Pritchett will start at 1 forward, 6'3", senior, wears the number 12, 9.5, rebounds per game. Rasan Johnson, he will start at 6'3", senior, wears the number 13, averaging 8 points per contest. Leading scorer, Brady Fisher at 15.7 <coughs> points and 7 rebounds. Brady Fisher, bless you, Mr. Heklinski. Brady Fisher, 6'4", senior. He will start along with Anthony Nelson, the three-point specialist for this K-Man club. Nelson, the 6'12", grader, three points, two and a half rebounds per contest. Again for Mishawaka, starting lineup, Snyder, Pritchett, Johnson, Fisher, and Nelson. The homestanding Wolves of Michigan City will go with Anthony Murphy, a 6'2", junior, averaging eight and a half points per game. Elijah Wright, 6'2", senior, averages 12.7. Leading scorer Alan Briggs will start at 6'2". He's a senior, wears the number three on the back of his Wolves home jersey. Adrian Holley's a 6'5", junior. He's tough inside, 7.7 rebounds a game. He wears the number 11. And Keegan Cowgill's a 6'4", junior, who averages just over 10 points per contest. Again, Tom Wells' club will go with Murphy, Wright, Briggs, Holly, and Cowgill. Our starting lineups brought to you by McAdoo's Family Restaurant. And now our opening tip-off powered by Bethel University Athletics. Heck, you heard the coaches' comments. How about your thoughts? Great comments by both coaches. I, I love listening to them because they understand basketball. They understand what it takes to win games. I thought it was interesting that Tom Wells said he, he doesn't want to play in the 40s, man. So look for him to speed the tempo by pressuring uh, uh, the cavemen a He'd like bit. it to be 40 at halftime if uh, he's a Michigan City fan. So Michigan City wins the opening tip as Adrian Holly gets out-jumped by Rasan Johnson, but Michigan City controls it in their backcourt and they'll set it up in the half-court set against Mishawaka on the defensive side. Right lane, Holly on a cutter, dribble drive to the hole, Calgo with a good give-and-go on the backdoor left wing and baseline rather. Left baseline drive, Calgo gives Michigan City a 2-0 lead. Pass the ball to the post and then cut off of it. Good offense by the Wolves. Wolves will go defensively man-to-man. Top side, Nelson. Right wing, Cooper. Dribbles, drives, leans, fires high off the glass. Remy, no. Pulled down by Murphy. Rebound, Michigan City. Long sideline pass. Touch pass right. Back to Murphy. Steps outside the arc. Now dribble penetrates. Turns, spins on Jackson Snyder. Leaves a bounce pass for Calgill with an easy lay-in for two. And the Wolves quickly to a 4-0 lead a minute in. Backcourt pressure now. It is a 2-1-2 and then a 2-2-1 backcourt zone. Cooper, touch pass across Johnson. A press breaker to Jackson Snyder on the cutter from left to right side. And he'll get the, the scoreboard zero off the board for Mishawak. It's 4-2. Running, jumping, shooting, missing Elijah Wright. 
Off-balance runner, a little out of control, misses it badly, rebound Mishawaka. Johnson up the floor to Nelson, post-bounce pass underneath to Cooper. Pritchett had deflected away in the loose ball, chased down by Cowgill, and a pile-up for that loose basketball will give possession to the Wolves. Nope, will it be Michigan City ball? Yes, it will. That's the first turnover of this game. Okay, let's check. Yeah, there we go. Alternate possessioner should be Mishawaka. Yeah, because uh, Michigan City won the tip. Correct. There seemed like there was some confusion, and actually they had not changed the arrow at the scores table, but as a correctable error, and actually who initiated that with good sportsmanship was head coach Tom Wells for Michigan City. So Rasan Johnson will trigger the inbounds baseline left under the Mishawaka basket. Goes to Brady. He'll try to dribble inside, then a running hook shot put up no good. Rebound battled for on the air, and Allen Briggs controls for the Wolves. Briggs flashes at the floor, dribbles to the top of the circle. Outright wing, three ball right, connects. Elijah Wright from downtown Michigan City launches it. He was almost near the lake. He was way outside the arc. And that's our 7-2 Wolves advantage here. We've played just under two minutes. you got to get out to Elijah. He has footwork done. And Fisher has his pocket pick stripped away by Briggs, but then on the dribble drive, looking for the steal and score, Briggs has the ball knocked away. Good hustle back defense by Brady Fisher, although the Wolves will retain the possession at 5.59 here in period number one. Michigan City has great length, so that 2-2-1 could really be effective and hurt Mishawaka. Top side three, launched by Elijah Murphy. Long rimming miss, no good. Caroms out to the free throw lane to Brady Fisher. Fisher up the floor from Johnson. Now back, Rasan goes to Brady. Brady top of the circle, defended by Holly. That's an interesting matchup of two men. Now Snyder inside to Brady with a cutter to the rack up and in. Good cut move by Brady Fisher with the reverse scoop layup, and it's 7-4, three-point Michigan City lead. Brady was denied at the top of the key. Great back cut and a great finish. Murphy in the corner to Calgill. Tries a tray, misses a three. Long range rebound comes down to Jackson Snyder. Snyder is tied up deep in the backcourt. Saves the pass up the floor midcourt. Rasan, he'll take it to the hole. Running strong layup. No, doesn't get it to fall. Rebound, Calgill, and he gets run into by a couple of K-man trying to chase down that loose ball. And I think Rasan Johnson will be guilty for the foul. It's a great take by Rasan. Strong. Got down the paint, went downhill, just couldn't make the bucket. But that's a that's a great look and a great take. And by the way, the officials here are Sean Westman, Mike Winter, and Ian Bossert. It's a very veteran crew, so this game should be controlled uh, pretty well by these officials. Our first quarter brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Possession, Michigan City lead 7-4. We played just over three minutes. Deep left side, Murphy looks inside for a post feed, nothing there, back outside to Holly. Holly with the basketball, center floor to Briggs. Briggs, the leading scorer for this Michigan City club that stands at 3-1 on this young high school season, while the caveman here on the road tonight at 2-1, trying to bounce back after Friday's loss at Andreum. Right point, dribble drive, Murphy can't cut it inside, goes to right, right against his numerical counterpart. That would be Jackson Snyder, both wearing number one, right side. Killer crossover move. Nothing, though, open for Murphy. Out hands it off right side Holly. Holly back to Murphy. Murphy on the dribble. Tries to work inside. Nothing there open, so Calgill gets it outside. And good patience against the man-to-man Mishawaka defense. Mishawaka doing a great job taking driving lanes away, helping and recovering. 
Cut it down to the 4.04 mark here before the end of the first quarter. 7-4. Michigan City with the lead, who also won the junior varsity game convincingly. 53-35. Center floor, turning, spinning. Briggs, right point, gives it up outside, right side. Holly, right hash mark. Dribbles it once, twice, now goes to the paint. Little flip pass on the wing, left point. Three ball, right will, they will nail it. Elijah Wright with his second triple. 10-4, a six-point Michigan City lead. Fisher against that pressure, has the ball deflected away as he tries to dribble into the teeth. Now back to Rasan, just across the timeline. Takes it to the rack, falling down, bounce pass into Jackson Snyder with a soft touch layup, up and in. Jackson Snyder, who is averaging just one per game, has four, and the Cayman cut it to four at 10-6. Left point, pull up three, Murphy drains him. Third triple of the quarter for Michigan City. They up the ante to seven, 13-6. Mishawaka got to get out on those threes. Michigan City likes to take them and can make them. Fisher playing the point against the press, lobbed into the right wing. Cooper fires to Brady, good cut to the basket, an easy lay-in, almost uncontested. Fisher on the assist, Cooper Pritchett, and it's 13-8 now. Michigan City retains the lead. Get the ball to the middle against this 2-2-1, and you have everything you want. Briggs, dribble, drive, jump pass out right wing, three ball from NBA range. Murphy misses, rebound Brady Fisher. Fisher collects, gives to Jackson. Jackson on the push, 235 first period. Caveman trailing by five. Deep left side, outside the arc, on the wing. Dribble drive, Rasan now cuts into the paint. Double team, backdoor feed, Jackson Snyder. Good move to the hole, rimming in and out and back in. Jackson Snyder with six. Great to see his scoring come alive here early. And it's a 13-10, three-point Michigan City advantage. Great ball movement, great cutting action by the cavemen. And great to see Jackson Snyder get on the scoreboard. Amen. Right in the corner, left side. Shake, bake, dribble, drive. Briggs leans in. Nothing there. Back outside. He'll fire it to Holly on the baseline. Left side. Center floor, Briggs. Briggs on the bounce. Left of the lane. Drives inside and drops the shoulder. Knocks over Jackson Snyder. And Adrian Holly picks up his offensive player control foul. It's great position by Jackson Snyder. Jackson... I mean, they had the mismatch at Holly at 6'5", Jackson Snyder about six foot. But as Holly put his shoulder down and tried to uh, get to the rack, uh, Jackson just held his ground and took the charge. An update for you on the U.S. Seinfrafters school board. Great news from the cave. Mishawaka wins a thriller in girls' basketball action. They defeat South Bay Clay 42-41. Can't get any closer than that. So after the... Player control foul, Mishawaka ball. Brady Fisher drives the paint, throws up a runner. Off balance as he gets bumped and fouled by one of three defenders under the basket. And the Michigan City foul will be on number 30. That'll be to carry on Van Buren. Mishawaka doing a great job of just taking the ball to the basket. And, uh, I mean, they haven't taken a three yet. They're just taking the ball to the basket. Brady Fisher knocks that first free throw in to make it a 13 to 11 lead by Michigan City. One bright great spot. offensive patience. Sorry, heck, one bright spot for this K-Bank club as I start to say the free throw percentage as a team, 70%, but Fisher misses the second free throw. Rebound, Michigan City, they run up the floor. Ball deflected, stolen by the K-Bank, and in transition, Cooper Pritchett finds Rasan Johnson with an easy lay-in for two. 13-13 time. Mishawaka's defense equals some quick offense, and we're knotted up in a minute, 22 to play first period. Center floor, Elijah Wright for Michigan City against the continuing K-Man man-to-man. Jack Troyer has subbed into the combination for Bodie Bender and company. Wright, jump corner, 
Three ball, launch, Remy, missed by Van Buren. Long rebound, Karam's out. Hashmark left, chased down by Wright. Right on the attack, picked up by Troyer. Nothing there, cut into the basket, Briggs falling down, and a foul inside on Mishawaka. Briggs tried to kind of thread the needle, cutting in for that pass uh, against one, two, three Maroon jerseys. Cavemen tonight in their travel Maroons. We've seen that the last three games and here for four in a row. Starting the season on the road with a four-game road trip. Came in with their Under Armour Maroons with a white and silver trim. Our uniform description brought to you by Game One, the official uniform supplier of your Mishawaka Cavemen. Allen Briggs at the free throw line. First charity stripe attempt of the night for Michigan City is good to make this a 14-13 Wolves lead. Mishawaka doing a great job of depending of, of defending the paint. Hence, Michigan City's taken seven threes already, made three of them, but, but you can't live outside of that three-point line the whole game. Second Briggs free throw off the mark, rebounded by Rasan Johnson. 45 seconds, first period. Jackson Snyder dribbles, penetrates, tries to force a bounce pass in the paint. Loose ball, caroms around and picked up by Van Buren. Van Buren on the steal. Here come the Wolves. Murphy step back three. Tried to force it a bit, throws it up, no. Rebound, Cooper Pritchett. The ball deflected out of his hands by Van Buren. And then a loose ball knocked out by the Wolves. So Mishawaka will get the basketball with 31.9 ticks to go. First quarter here from Michigan City High School. With Rod Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us here on the radio. And 96 won the ton. Inbounds, Fisher right into the hands of Elijah Wright, who well anticipated that inbounds by Brady. And a bad pass by Fisher, and the caveman turns it over. And now the Wolves with the basketball with 22 seconds and counting here in this first quarter. Tom Wells up off the Michigan City bench off to our right. We are caddy corner from the Mishawaka bench area. Seeming like about a mile away from the action, but a good view here from the Wolves' den. Three ball launch, but Carey misses. Weak side rebound, Allen Briggs all alone lays up the offensive board. Caveman inbounded. They will try a heave hole from 60 feet. Right shy of midcourt, Rasan Johnson misses just off the bottom of the twine, but we go to the quarter break. Offensive rebound looms large for Michigan City. After one, they lead it by one. Wolves of Michigan City 16, the Cayman of Mishawaka 15. 16-15 after one, second quarter play-by-play -play next. You're in two with Mishawaka Cayman basketball on 96-1 the ton. We turn the page to quarter number two along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. A couple of high school boys score updates for you on the U.S. Seinfrafters scoreboard. Each of these after one period of play. After one at Northwood, the Panthers lead Jimtown 9-8. And after one at South Bend Clay, the Colonials and Goshen Redhawks are tied 13-13. Of course, in case you missed it a moment ago, the Mishawaka girls win a one-point thriller over South Bend Clay, 42 41, those updates again on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Alton to possession arrow to Michigan City to begin this second period of play in this opening half. Top side three launched and missed by Andrew Vicari. Rebound caveman, they'll work it down the floor quickly. Dribble drive in the middle of the paint, put up no good by Brady. Rebound Pritchett up no, and then a foul inside as Fisher goes for the offensive rebound. Heck, your thoughts on this first eight minutes of basketball? Well, I will tell you this. This game sets up really well for Mishawaka. Defensively, they're defending the paint really well. And uh, Michigan City has already jacked up 10 threes. Michigan City, I don't think, is, is going to win this game from three. They're, they're three for 10. they got to look to get some transition baskets. But credit the uh, Cavemen for, for great uh, defense on the interior. 
Murphy with the basketball against the man-to-man -man of the K-Men. Now Cutter, baseline left. Pritchett with good backcourt defense from Brady Fisher as he followed Briggs to the uh, point of contact. And then under the basket as Fisher picked up the loose ball, there's a reach-in foul defensively on Michigan City trying to, in a kind of a frustration foul, to carry on Van Buren called for a reach-in foul. That will be his second. And again, we start the quarter fresh with fouls, the new rule for the National Federation. And substitution, Van Buren will take a chair. Again, picking up his second foul just seconds ago. And Adrian Holly, who started, will check back in. Came in, break that backcourt press. Long pass, Pritchett, bounce pass. No, he'll fake the bounce pass, tries to force it up inside. Misses, rebound, Jack Troyer up and good. What a nice offensive rebound. Jack Troyer through the uh, teeth of two Wolves defenders. Recycles it for a 16-15 score. Michigan City by one now on a long-range three. Missed by right. Loose ball rebound. Caroms out on the floor. Picked up by Mishawaka. Here come the cavemen. Jackson Snyder, center floor to Jack Troyer. Deep left point to Rasan. Johnson with the basketball. Picked up defensively. Left point by Briggs. Now a double team. And the ball stripped away from Rasan. Then he'll try to chase the ball back. But Briggs knocked it out of bounds right at the scores table. Both teams with three turnovers in... Uh you know, a quarter and about a minute and a half. But again, again, I can't, I can't say enough. Mishawaka has not attempted a three. They're, they're playing well on the glass. They're playing well taking it to the rim. And the only offensive play for Michigan City is the three-point shot. Rasan dribbles center floor now, draws a double team, goes back center court. Here the hash mark goes to Jackson Snyder. Now back to Rasan. He'll dribble strong to the glass right side, put it up and in. Nice aggressive move with the right hand to the right side by Rasan Johnson. His fourth point, and don't look down. Mishawaka with their first lead at 17-16. Great patience by Rasan on that baseline drive. Off to the right side. Cowgill, who's checked back in on the last dead ball. Baseline right. Holly back outside. Murphy, he'll throw up a three and nail it. Murphy with his second triple, fourth for the Wolves. They regain the lead by two, 19-17. 5.45 till halftime. And our halftime report brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Center floor. Again, the pressure continues, but the K-Men break it. Rasan drives the lane. He gets thumped as he gets the pain, and his uh, shot went completely over the back glass, over the support bar, and into the second row of end zone seats. Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, think that's that's a foul? Shot, that shot, he got hammered and obviously had no shot of, of, of going in. But he goes to the free throw line, and uh, he is uh, he's a 50% shooter this year. He's a much better free throw shooter than that. So hopefully he can get some rhythm going on these two attempts and uh, knock them in. It's all, about, it's all about rhythm with Rashawn. And he misses the first one. And now come back and take your time and finish on your toes and knock the second one in. On the last dead ball, substitutions, we saw a couple of those, including Trey Thomas checking into the lineup for the first time tonight for Mishawaka, and also Carmine Orozco, and the rebound after a second miss by Johnson on a free throw attempt. Tapped up and rebounded, controlled by Michigan City. They work it quickly at the floor. Runner right side, put up no good by Briggs. Loose ball tapped up, no good by Terrence McCray, who's just checked in. And the McCray misses, rebounded by Mishawaka. Jackson Snyder handing off center floor to Rasan. Rasan against the double team. Left wing, Trey Thomas. Center floor to Rasan. Johnson faking right, going to the left, draws a double team. 
Reverses it back outside with the dribble right in front of the Michigan City bench. Anthony Nelson. Bounce pass to Trey Thomas. Thomas center floor back to Rassam. Little switch off defensively there by Michigan City. Now Hashmark left side. Right out near mid-floor, and Jackson Snyder will reset the Mishawaka offense with 4.50 to play before halftime. 19-17, K-Men trail by two. Thomas will give the K-Men a lead as he catches the lob from right to left wing by Anthony Nelson. And Trey Thomas with a three-pointer, Mishawaka, their first of the night. And guess what? There's $10 for the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County from Centier Bank. 20-19, K-Men in the corner, McCray. Finds a wide open Briggs, shaking, baking, dribble, drive, left-handed running hook shot, rattles in and out, no good. That one did everything but fall. And the rebound down to Jackson Snyder. Here comes Rasan. Johnson up the floor, dribbles in the paint, and goes up for the spin move, stripped away by Briggs. Briggs on the steal, he'll go coast to coast, and Rasan Johnson absolutely hammers him as he goes up for the shot. That'll be a two-shot free throw. There's a big mismatch down on the uh, on the caveman offensive end as uh, Carmine Orozco is being guarded by Adrian Holly. Orozco about 6'4", 250. Adrian Holly is, is uh, about 6'1". So I, I think I think that mismatch, uh, Mishwalken needs t- you know to look to ex- exploit that. Let's check your roster for a minute. And I only say that because I have Holly listed as six five. Oh, there you go. There you go. Holly six five. I have to get you the ruler so you can read these things. No, I mean, you're exactly right. The the uh, the bad the bad typo there. Hey, twenty twenty tie is the first free throw is up and good by Allen Briggs, who's now two of three at the charity stripe tonight, as is Michigan City. That was my bad. It's Andrew Vacari, uh, number 20, who was on a Carmine Roscoe, who, who is 6-1. Now that makes a lot of sense. Briggs misses the second free throw. Rebound, Caveman. Jackson Snyder walks it through the center circle. Gives to Rasan Hashmark right side. Under four minutes to go before half, and again a 20-20 tie. Nelson, ball fakes in, nothing. Outside back to Rasan. Center floor looks for the cut. Inside, Nelson, double team, feeds Carmine Orozco with a good interior pass. Nelson gets the assist. Carmine on the scoreboard with his first two. 22-20, K-Bend's largest lead now is the deuce. Deep right side, McCray for Michigan City. No center floor to right. Right, lobs right side to Briggs. Takes the dribble penetration. Back out to Calgill. Now to right. Tries to cut it inside. Bounce pass, Calgill. Reverse skip pass, corner left, three ball, McCray, and a foul. Yeah, that's a tough play. Carmine closing out on a three-point on a three-point shooter. You got to stop a little bit before you get to that shooter, and uh, that'll be three free throws for Terrence McCray. So McCray will go to the charity stripe, the six-foot-two sophomore. That's a lot of weight trying to close out there. Oh, yeah. So, so you've got to start chopping about halfway out and get your balance. McCray, dominant right-handed, throws the free throw with a nice soft touch. It bounces three times on the rim and no good. He will have one more. McCray looking for his first points of the night. Brady Fisher getting set to come back in. Doesn't get many breathers, does he? Yeah, he shouldn't. He's a, he's a great athlete. Quarterback, he's used. To, he's used to playing 24/7. Second free throw by McCray off the front of the rim, no good. And the aforementioned Brady Fisher subs in, and Rasan Johnson will take a chair and 
Get a breather here for the Cavemen with 3.17 to go first half. Now this is a big lineup with Carmine, Trey Thomas, and Brady Fisher in the game, all, all at about 6-4. And now we have a 10-second violation as McCray, who hit the free throw, will be forced to not score that free throw because he had the ball for too long. I haven't seen that violation in forever. The last time I saw that, the Dead Sea was only sick. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's been that long for me, but it's been a long time. Jump pass, Trey Thomas, right side to Brady. Tries to shake and bake from his defender, picked up his dribble. Center floor to Jackson Snyder, right near the midcourt stripe. Three minutes to play here in the first half, 22-20. Came in with their largest lead. Trey Thomas, right wing, goes top of the circle to Anthony Nelson. Now to Jackson, double team. Nelson catches, shoots a three. Ribby, no. Rebound to Roscoe, collects it, puts it back up. Air ball and a foul. There were three white jerseys for Michigan City. Wright, Briggs, and Cowgill all around. But somehow, someway, Carmine Roscoe outmuscled the crowd and got the rebound, and his putback was... A foul, and now, speaking of fouls, Tom Wells has just picked up a T-bone. A technical foul, not a T-bone stake, but veteran coach Tom Wells, and now he's going to say, why are you calling a technical on me? Yeah, especially at his gym. Are you kidding me? Carmine Roscoe is such a tough matchup for anybody he plays because he's 6'3", 6'4", he's every bit of 250, He's got great feet. He moves well, great hands. Uh, he's, a, he's an All-American football player, and he's just a really good positional basketball player also. Tom Wells is even more upset now because I think as I'm watching the explanation, the official said he was out of his coach's box area. I, the last time I knew there was a coach's box. Well, basically stating that he came down past the line because he pointed to the floor, and I thought Tom Wells' eyes were going to roll in the back of his head. So the free throw there, first by Carmine Orozco, goes two for two. Those were the foul free throws, and now at the strike, just Jackson Snyder will 75% free throw shooter. That, that's why he's shooting the technicals. Well, Snyder looking to add to his point total, which is now at seven. And this free throw is off the mark, no good. So there we put the radio jinx on him as we have, have uh, uncommonly done. And uh, now substitution. Michigan City will bring Elijah right back into the combination. Andrew McCurry subs back in. And now Mishawaka will go to work after the technical because they get possession as well. Again, the technical on Tom Wells. Free throws and possession. They'll work it with Fisher, Nelson, now looking to post it inside to Brady. Center floor to Trey Thomas, out there with Orozco and also Jackson Snyder. Thomas bobbled the dribble, saves him. 2.18 in the half. Goes to Brady, and he'll reset the Mishawaka offense. Caveman trying to work it right side. Brady dribbles, drives, fakes the lean in. Reverse skip pass out to Nelson. Catches it, thinks, shoots a three. No, Orozco somehow gets the rebound. Out to Trey Thomas. He'll explode to the basket. Reverse skip pass out to Snyder. Jackson from three. Launches no. Rebound Trey Thomas, but he's called for reaching over the back. Caveman had a couple really good looks from deep. And uh, they're, they're, they're one for four from the three-point line, but they had some great looks. 
So possession on the foul by Trey Thomas, his first. Fourth on the team, both schools with four fouls here in period number two. With a minute 55 to play, Wolves basketball that work it into the forecourt now. Elijah Wright out right side to Murphy. He'll dribble. He'll fire a three. Off balance miss. Rebound chased down by McCray, who went around through and over the back of the Mishawaka defender, who did a great job of checking off the glass. And yes, oh no. No, I thought that was a, a Michigan City foul. And the caveman shooting. Hey. I think we got to double check this because it was the, the player who I thought fouled the caveman was number 10, Terrence McCray, but instead they called that on, 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 a, wow, on Anthony Nelson. Terrence McCray at the line for two shots now. As Where did that come from? As both teams will be in this double bonus. So free throws for McCray, who was 0 for 3. He had a three-shot opportunity on a foul on a three-pointer moments ago when Carmine Orozco hammered him, and now Brady Fisher will get a breather, and he will head into the Mishawaka bench area along with Carmine Orozco, and you will see Rasan Johnson return to the caveman combination. Second free throw, McCray. He finds the bottom of the net for this one. He goes 1 for 5 in this second quarter opportunity. McCray, very relieved, will sub out of this game. And now the backcourt inbounds comes to Mishawaka, and a reach and foul on a rise to right. Rashawn Johnson will step to the line. Will walk to the other end and shoot. Yes, free throws at a minute 43 to play, and every time you go to the free throw line now, two-shot opportunity, the days of the one and the bonus. Done. Gone day. Here today, gone to Muncie. Over. Done. Sean has a chance to extend this lead, man. Come on, man. Get smooth. Get some rhythm and knock these in, buddy. Rasan, who was 0 of 2 of his first trip to the free throw line, and this one rattles literally three-fourths of the way down and rattles out no good. Cooper Pritchett comes from his spot on the rebounding lane, tries to give him a word of encouragement. Rasan Johnson, the six foot three senior who averages eight points per game, rims this one off the mark, no good. He's 0 for 4 the strike. Rebound, Mishawaka, Cooper Pritchett into Trey Thomas. Runner put up no. Rebound, Cooper, and a foul. No, they're going to say no foul, a jump ball, and possession error will rule the caveman. Possession, Mishawaka with 136 here before halftime. Cooper Pritchett saving a couple opportunities for the caveman giving them another opportunity to score here. They lead it by four, their largest lead, 25-21. Cooper Pritchett, and he'll be called for the offensive player control foul. I think that was a pretty good acting job by Allen Briggs. I know Pritchett dropped the shoulder, but I don't think there was that much contact, but Briggs able to draw the foul, and Cooper Pritchett picks up his first team's fifth. So common, or the possession, back to Michigan City on the player control foul, right. Cuts under the basket to Vaccari. Forces up an off-balance runner. Off the wing, no good. Jackson Snyder falls to the ground, slow and getting up. Kind of hobbling with uh, favoring one of his, I think his right leg a little bit. 
He will now run the point. Dribbles, flips behind him to Trey Thomas. Thomas behind the back with the dribble. Double team. Outside to Rasan. Dribbles, drives, cuts to the lane. Put it up. No. Tap by Rasan. No good. Rebound by Murphy. Murphy races out of the pack at one minute before half. Fakes the dribble drive. Now goes inside with the runner. Put up. No. Rebound. Jackson Snyder. Ball ripped away by Murphy and a foul. When Murphy was bound and determined, he was going to score or at least get a shot off and. Uh, Get to the line, and that hit there he drew the uh, on that play in contact inside, drew the foul on Trey Thomas, his second. That's one of the rare opportunities uh, of Michigan City being able to get into the paint and attempt a shot. Mishawaga's just done a great job, as I've said like nine times already, of stopping the paint, helping and recovering back out to shooters. And uh, Murphy will get a chance now to shoot a couple of free, free throws. The two and one cavemen lead the three and one Wolves of Michigan City, 25 to 21. And free throw number one of a pair for Anthony Murphy is off the mark, no good. Murphy with six points on a couple of three pointers, one in the first and one in the second quarter here. 52 seconds before halftime, second free throw off the front of the rim, no. Rebound Mishawaka. Rasan Johnson controls, goes to Jackson Snyder back court. Now for the cavemen, Rasan will walk it with a kind of a side angle dribble. Protecting the basketball from the defender. Now he'll work it to the top. 37 seconds of the half. Will Mishawaka milk the clock and go for a final shot? Brady, out hash mark left, goes to Rasan. Johnson directs him traffic, picked up defensively by Vicari. Now dribble left side. Reverse skip pass out to Nelson. Catches, checks his feet, and scores a three! Anthony Nelson, maybe sounding a bit animated, looked down, checked where his toes were, and his feet were set, and he hits the bullseye. 28-21, Mishawaka by seven, their largest lead, eight seconds in the half. The carry, left point, gives it up. Briggs dribbles, falls down, loose ball at two, catching, right shooting, air ball three, no good, and we go to halftime. What a surge late in period two. What was a tied and a very seesaw affair early second period. Mishawaka finishes the half strong, and they go to the locker room, leading by a count of 28-21. Stay tuned. Our halftime report is just around this corner, brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. We will check scoring, statistics, and more. Have some thoughts for former K-Bank coach Ron Heklinski. And certainly just around the corner, Matt Embry standing by with an update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard, a Mishawaki girls basketball win, among other scores that he'll update you on. All that just around the corner. Again here at half, Mishawaka by a touchdown. K-Ben 28, Michigan City 21. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Ben basketball here on 96-1 The Sun. Two minutes. Yo! A lot of factors on how Mishawaka flipped this game and has, uh, well, A, held Michigan City to only five points in the second quarter, but in the process scored 13 of their own and have a seven-point lead here at the break. That's good news for Bodie Bender's ball club. Yeah, so Mishawaka shooting the ball much better than Michigan City is. And when Mishawaka does miss, they're doing a great job on the offensive glass. They're 11 for 21 from the field for 52%, 2 for 5 from deep for 40%. And, uh, I mean, the only negative spot here is 4 for 11 from the charity stripe at 36%. They have five turnovers, so not a bad floor game, uh, you know, for going against this 2-2-1 full-court press of Michigan City that, that really hasn't done much damage to the caveman at all. So Michigan City, 
the other hand, is 7 for 21 for the field at 35%, 4 for 13 from three-point line, which is 30%, and 3 for 11 at the charity stripe for 27%. They have three turnovers. So it's a matter of shooting. Michigan City not being able to get to the rim from an offensive standpoint. Uh, the cavemen busting the offensive boards really hard. So I, I, I just think they need to come out, continue to guard that paint, and force Michigan and force uh, City to shoot threes and rebound the ball and then push it up the court a little bit. 28-21, Mishawaka with the lead here at the break. Halftime just wrapping up, and the individual scoring totals first for Michigan City. One point for Terrence McCray off the bench, one of five at the free throw line. Four for Keegan Cowgill with two first quarter field goals. Four for Allen Briggs, their leading score at 13 and a half per game with one field goal and two of four free throw shooting. And Anthony Murphy and Elijah Wright each with six points to pace the Wolves. Each of those players with two three-pointers. Again, Anthony Murphy, Elijah Wright with six. Scoring for Mishawaka. Jack Troyer with a offensive rebound basket for two. Three on a late three-pointer you heard there by Anthony Nelson in the recap from Matt Embry. Nelson's three-pointer gave the Cavemen their largest and currently to 28-21. Elsewhere, Trey Thomas with three. Four off the bench for Carmine Orozco. Four for Rasan Johnson. Five for Brady Fisher. And seven for Jackson Snyder. Good to see number one getting on the scores. Column and off the offense, Michigan City has the basketball, and they work the ball down inside. It's stripped, and on a coast-to-coast -coast dribble drive and lay-in, Rasan Johnson kind of pulls up thinking he's going to get fouled from behind, heck, and in the process, air-mailed, air-balled the lay-in, and the ball went out of bounds. Yeah, that's a, that's a strange play, a wide-open layup. I don't know if he was thinking of trying to dunk it, but he never even got it to the rim. Maybe a bit of hesitation did cost him, so possession back to Michigan City came in Really miss a chance there to add to their seven-point lead. Again, here just underway in period number three. 28-21 are tally. Murphy, Wright, Briggs, Holly, and Cowgill, the starting five for Coach Tom Wells in Michigan City High School. And as they work it around the perimeter and then down on the inside, there's a foul whistled. Or was there simply a violation? Yep, we're going to have a foul on Adrian Holly, his third, and the team's first of the second half. Bad matchup for uh, uh, Mishawaka. Holly had Jackson Snyder posted, put the shoulder down. Jackson Snyder took a beautiful charge. It is a dribble drive left side. Brady Fisher finds Rasan. Now center floor, ball knocked away. Stolen away from Jackson Snyder in coast-to-coast -coast transition mode. A little running finger roll layup by Elijah Wright on the steal and score. Makes it a 28-23 game. Backcourt inbounds right in front of the out-of-bounds area. Brady gets it in just in time. Now the cavemen break the press, working up the floor, and in transition they work in Nelson to Snyder underneath to Cooper, and Pritchett lays it in for his first points. 30-23, Mishawaka has kind of silenced the home fans that are all around our crowd. Mike, it seems very quiet here, and a good ball fake, and then a cutter by Allen Briggs lays it up and in. Good move there by the Michigan City senior. Good give and go by Michigan City. Speaking of giving and going, Rasan Johnson gives and dribbles and gives it off to Cooper Pritchett, who goes for the lay and can't finish, but he is fouled. Mishawaka doing a great job of attacking this Michigan City press. Got a wide open layup by Cooper Pritchett on the previous play. Cooper at the free throw line after getting hammered with a chance to make a couple. 
Calgill on the foul for Michigan City. His second, team second in the second half. And Cooper Pritchett at the free throw line. Unable to connect. And he'll have one more. That's the only negative about this game so far. Mishawaka 3 for 12 from the charity stripe. And this one is no good off the mark. So the came in really struggling at the charity stripe, as are both teams for that matter. Right side, Elijah Wright dribble penetrates, jump pass in the paint. Intended there for Van Buren. And then Cooper Pritchett, who knocked it away, gets pushed to the ground and fouled. And, boy, he fell hard. Cooper Pritchett, definitely the poster child of a blue-collar worker and landed on that left wrist area. That is the last thing you need is an injury there. That foul on Van Buren is his third and the team's third of the half. Mishawaka basketball in the forecourt with six minutes before the quarter break here in the third period, leading 30-25. Left point, Rasan gets it from Pritchett. Top side now, Rasan backs it up right near the center stripe. Out right side, Pritchett goes for the back door, give the go. Underneath feeds to Brady, fades, fires up no, and an offensive charge. Fisher going to be called for clearing out on the reverse or the uh, and, uh, like putting his reverse lights on and ran into the player behind him. That was a nice move you just made up here. I, can I see that again? Yeah, it, yeah. I, didn't, I, I almost didn't, fell off my chair, I, but I, 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 I like, I wow. Like that. I didn't like that call at all. So Brady with the foul. That is his third. And possession to Michigan City. They'll work at left side. Catching, shooting three. Murphy, long-range missile. Up, no. Fisher and Johnson fight for the rebound, but the K-men get the board. And we'll head back the other way. They, as we describe it, going from near side to far side and a great head fake. And up and under move by Brady Fisher. That was textbook. Getting your defender to commit and taking it right underneath him in. Set that move up with a Euro step. Long range three, missing everything. Calgill, weak side rebound, caveman. Here comes Rasan, five minutes, third quarter. Mishawaka leading it 32-25. Ashmark right side in front of the caveman bench. Anthony Nelson holds it patiently. Goes to Jackson Snyder. Left side to Pritchett. Now Johnson, cutter, Snyder to the hole. Forces it up, no good with the defender on his hip. Air ball, miss, rebound, Allen Briggs. Briggs up the floor. Long Euro step around the defender. Can't get the ball to fall. But a whistle in the stoppage of play. I think Tom Wells was going to call a timeout, but the ball didn't go in the basket, but the official went ahead and blew the whistle anyway. Great take by Briggs. Just couldn't finish it. Jackson Snyder had a, had a great power move on the other end. Couldn't finish it. These rims look a little tight to me to start this second half. 4.36 to play, third quarter, 32-25, Mishawaka with the advantage. Now shy of the timeline, now racing through the backcourt. Brady draws the double team, looks to the right side, dribbles past Anthony Nelson, and Fisher will be called for a player control foul as he lowered the shoulder trying to get through a crowd. I'm not sure the defender was set, but that's where Brady's size and strength is going to play a role against him. And I think that's Brady's fourth foul. You are correct. And so so uh, Coach Bender had Brady bringing the ball up against the press. And uh, Trey Thomas will sub in for Fisher. He, he got a little out of sorts there. Top side three ball put up, launched up, missed by Vickery. Long rebound pulled down by Rasan Johnson. K-men need to 
work with their leading scorer on the bench right now in foul trouble, Rasan, and he will be called for the player control foul. He tried to work around the set defender. There was just a very light amount of contact, but Wright sold the control foul, the player control foul on Rasan, and that'll be his third. So the foul's really racking up on Mishawaka here in this second half. That is the third against the Cavemen, but again, Rasan with three, Fisher with four. I don't like that call either because he never hit him head on. Well, noticing the outside, or I should say the furthest official from the contact actually blew the whistle, though. Briggs, deep right point. Center floor to right, right, faking, dribbling, strong left side, put it up and in. Nice move by Elijah Wright, his 10th point. And a foul drawn on Jackson Snyder. That might have been the most aggressive play or the aggressive move by Michigan City in this game so far with 3.47 left in the third quarter as Wright just put his head down and said, I'm getting to the rack and, uh, and finished and made his free throw. So the old-fashioned three-point play makes this a four-point ball game, 32-28, with 3.40 and counting third quarter. Deep left point, Jackson Snyder dribbles into some traffic. Back out to Nelson, all alone from three. Rims it off the side of the iron, no good. Rebound, Trey Thomas, ball stripped away. Stolen by Michigan City. Here comes Briggs, pull up left-hander. Up, no, from 10 feet. Rebound, Cooper Pritchett, and a reach-in foul, or will we have a jump ball ruled? No signal, but a whistle, and I believe a jump ball has been called. Michigan City ice cold tonight. Is they is that's a little ten foot pull up, and just couldn't knock it in. It bounced and bounced and bounced. There has been a lot of rim time inbounds. Cutter to the basket, underneath the hoop too much. Andrew Vicari misses the driving layup. Rebound Mishawaka. 3:20 third quarter. Cayman hanging on to a four point lead, 32 to 28. Rasan with his defender right on his hip. Backdoor feed, Trey Thomas overleads Cooper Pritchett, and Pritchett has to save the pass. He jumps in the air and hammers it off the midsection of Elijah Wright out of bounds, and Wright, taking no ill will, comes over and gives a low five to Cooper Pritchett. Mr. Walker got to have a great offensive possession here. They have Trey Thomas on the court, Jackson Snyder, Nelson, Rashawn, and Cooper. With the basketball, Nelson deep to the left point area. Center floor, Rasan feeds it into Cooper Pritchett. He's triple teamed, and let's see what the call is. Pritchett ended up on the floor. Bodies were flying, and it will be a foul whistled on Michigan City. You know what? On the street, that would have got you 5-10. to 10. And, I mean, I thought at the beginning they weren't going to call that. Isaiah Smoot, who's just subbed in for Tom Wells of the Wolves, Inbounds on the common foul. It goes underneath to Cooper Pritchett. Missed it. No. Rebound weak side. Rasan. No. On the putback. And then a foul underneath. And this one will be on Anthony Murphy for the Wolves. His first. Michigan City's fifth on the team at 2.57 to play third quarter. Again, they reset the foul count at the beginning of each quarter from the previous eight minute. And Rasan Johnson, who was 0-4 in the first quarter, or first half rather, at the free throw line, goes to the stripe and misses this free throw, rattles in and out, no good. He is 0 for 5 now. Johnson with four points, gets this free throw and a very soft touch up, but good. Let's see if he can hit five in a row now. He connects on that one to make it 33-20 at Mishawaka. 2.50 to play third quarter. 
Anthony Murphy stretches it out center floor to Vicari. Center court now to Smoot. Center floor gives to Murphy, not of right. Murphy with the ball. A little motion offense. Trying to peel away from one of these caveman help side defenders. Bounce pass on the post. Double team Murphy inside, outside, back to Smoot. Back to Murphy. Turns, dribbles, drives, tries a little shake and make move up Jackson Snyder, who sticks right with him defensively. Left point, right, dribbles, little dish pass. Great feed on the flip to Van Buren who lays it up and in his first points. And it's a one possession game now with 2-10 third quarter, 33-30. That's a straight line drive for right, which is hard to help on. Deep left side, Nelson, bottom out of three. Jackson Snyder dribbles to the left point, gives it up to Cooper, bobbles it, back out to Snyder. Jackson from three, air ball miss, weak side, right side, and that ball not even close. And the air ball goes out of bounds. Untouched, and Mishawaka will give the possession away back to Michigan City, who with a three-pointer can tie this game. We've got a minute 53, third period. Wolves bring it up the floor now with Anthony Murphy. Murphy center floor, finds Smoot. Backdoor help now to right to Briggs. Center floor back to right. Back down to Smoot. 140, 100 seconds here in the third quarter. 33-30, Mishawaka with the lead. Baseline head fake. Fakes right, goes left, and Anthony Murphy takes Anthony Nelson to the rack. Scores his eight point, and it's a one-point game. 33-32, Jackson Snyder. Trey Thomas inside to Pritchett. Back to the basket. Goes up for the shot. Blocked by Briggs. Rebound, Briggs. Briggs, one on two. Kicks it out of the wing. Murphy from three. Remy, no. Rebound. Battle for loose ball to the ground. Jackson Snyder saves it. Loose ball picked up and a save possession by Alan Briggs and a timeout Michigan City. Absolute helter-skelter for that possession and loose ball. 30-second timeout. We will do the same. 105 to play third quarter. 33-32 came in. Hold on by one. Back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the time. Back to the Wolves' den with Ron Heglinski. I'm Brian Miller. This has been a uh, kind of a uh, high stakes uh, last couple of minutes, Heck, here. Uh, a big lead for Mishawaka. It's kind of uh, dwindled away. Great effort by both teams on that, on that last play. Michigan City coming away with the possession. Inbounds to the Wolves. They will battle for the loose ball that was knocked away momentarily. Saved by Anthony Murphy. Right side Briggs draws the double team. Gives up his dribble. Back outside Murphy. Three in and out. No rebound. Jackson Snyder. Big rebound on the miss. Snyder will wait for things to clear out. Races up the floor now. 45 seconds, third quarter. Mishawaka ball and leading by one. Trey Thomas, center floor to Snyder. In the man-to-man Michigan City defensively. Back out left point. Goes to Rasan. Dribbles the paint. Stops. Puts on the brakes. Bounce pass to Snyder. Eyes the three. Instead dribbles and gives it up center floor. Back to Rasan. Now to Jackson. Leans in. Dribbles against his defender. Back out center floor to Nelson. Nelson to Rasan. 22 seconds. Rasan back into the basket. Cutter to the hoop. Real drive. Layup. Scoop layup. Just cannot fall for Trey Thomas. He did everything in his potential to shield the defender and get the little... Kind of a reverse scoop layup with his back to the basket. Michigan City with five seconds will set their offense quickly. Top side right. They don't see the clock. Now right for three. Elijah Wright finds Murphy. And they beat the horn to take the lead after three. Unbelievable because Michigan City was not aware of time on the clock. And the very last second got wind of it from the bench. 
and was able to get a touch pass off, and Elijah Wright sends this game to the end of three, a two-point Michigan City lead. Our score, Wolves 35, Cademan 33. It's a Tuesday edition of high school basketball. Fourth quarter coming up next. You're in two with Mishawaka Cademan basketball on 96-1 the ton. We turn the page to quarter number four, along with former K-Man coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. we got a barn burner brewing here as Michigan City plays beat the horn to be putting this game, I guess, uh, definitely up for grabs. But to heck your thoughts on the third quarter. Mishawaka went into the, to the quarter up by seven and now trailed by a deuce. Mishawaka had four turnovers, and uh, City was one for seven from the three-point line, but that one just beat the buzzer, like you said, gave a, a, a two-point lead. The turnovers hurt Mishawaka that quarter. So again, those turnovers are now a dribble drive as Brady Fisher back out there working with four fouls, takes it to the hole. A good feed off the baseline by Rasan Johnson, and Brady driving strong to the hole, but trying to also be aware of that fourth foul, not playing out of control just couldn't get the shot to fall. So the ball knocked out of bounds. Possession Mishawaka just did away here in period four. 35-33, under the basket, Brady catches, waits for traffic to clear. Good inbounds by Jackson Snyder, and Brady Fisher with nine points. Nice little out of bounds play. Brady getting a slice screen. 35-35, and now they dribble drive. Anthony Murphy gets a screen, and then as he drives the lane, he crashes into Cooper Pritchett. And Pritchett in disbelief with his hand on both hips going, how was that my foul? Cooper's yeah, second. Cooper was about maybe just a half a second late trying to take that charge. Pritchett's second foul, team's first of this fourth quarter. Again, just underway here in period number four. With Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry, spin the dials back at a 96-1 the Ton Studios. He'll keep us updated on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. And, of course, one big one tonight in... High school boys action has South Bend Riley at Northridge. Second free throw after a miss by Anthony Murphy. He collects himself to hit the second one and give the Wolves a 36-35 lead. Shot of the timeline, Rasan to Jackson. Snyder across the timeline now into the forecourt. Double team gets pushed a bit by a defender and a timeout taken by Bodie Bender to try to save the possession and any potential caveman turnover. We will take a break. That was a 1-3-1 half-court trap that Michigan City came out with. And like you said, uh, Bodie did a great job of, of saving that possession. So we'll take a timeout. We'll take a 30-second break here with our score. Mishawaka trailing to Michigan City, 36-35. You're two with K-Man Basketball on 96-1 the top. Pep Band just down in the uh, bleacher areas below us. We are at the upper level here at the Wolves Den of Michigan City. Of course, this is where Mishawaka played in the Class 4 Regional last year, seeing their season end to Hammond Central in that uh, heartbreaking end of the season. Regional semifinal loss. Keep an eye on this statistic, Brian, as Michigan City is 5 for 14 from the free throw line. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, and ouch. Both teams really struggling at the uh, charity stripe tonight. 
It, it, they call it free throw for a reason. Rasan Johnson gets it across the timeline against some very fierce Wolves pressure. Anthony Nelson catches, shoots a three, hits the side of the rim, no good. Short, rebound, Wolves with a one-point lead. Seven minutes to play, 36-35, Michigan City by one, and a long-range three, missed no good. And then reaching over the back of the caveman defender is going to be Michigan City's Tekirian Van Buren, and that, according to my numbers, will be his fourth. Why is that Michigan? Why is that Michigan City's ball? You got to be kidding me! They say that uh, that he backed into him. You got to check him off. Wow! Inbounds, Michigan City. Baseline right, dribbling, slicing down the middle of the lane, left-handed layup, no good by right. Rebound, Anthony Nelson. That's a good take, man. You got to make that. He was he was at the rim. 36-35, Wolves with the lead. Deep left point now. Brady Fisher finds Rasan Johnson against the Michigan City man-to-man. Rasan dribbles, floats in the lane, leans in, and calls for the offensive player control foul. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Rassan I don't know about that. For the offensive player control foul, let's check his stats and foul. I think that's his fourth. Yes, it is. Michigan so. City, one for eight from deep in this half after going four for 13 in the first half. Ouch. Caveman held Michigan City just to five points in period number two. And the Wolves rebounded with a 14-point third quarter. Now right wing, catch and shoot from outside the arc by Elijah Wright. Missed, rebound Brady Fisher. Six minutes to play in regulation. 36-35. In a defensive slugfest here, backdoor cutter. Jackson Snyder can't get the runner to fall. Man, what a great cut. You got to make that, though, Jax. Rebound by Murphy. Murphy shakes, bakes between the legs with a dribble. Jump pass out, and he throws it away. Just got a little out of control up in the air without options and had to get rid of it and prematurely threw it ahead of Isaiah Smoot. And the 5'8 sophomore could only chase it down by running up the bleachers after the ball went out of bounds. Four turnovers in the second half for City, five turnovers in the second half for the Cavemen. Center floor now, Jackson Snyder, double team, gives it up in the middle to Cooper. Down on the baseline, reverse layup, Brady can't get it to fall, loose ball rebound. Brady Fisher strips it away from the defender. Loose ball in the paint, picked up, Rasan put up his jumper, no, and a foul on Michigan City defensively. Wow. Brady had a good initial look at making that basket and giving the caveman back the lead. Now Rashawn has a chance to step to the line and give the caveman the lead. So that foul on the Wolves, number 11, Adrian Holly, is his fourth. He has very appropriately picked up one in each of the four quarters. And Rashawn Johnson, who had missed his first five free throws, is now connected on two in a row. Good job by Rashad. Knock this win and give the caveman this lead at the 526 mark. And let's play that good D, Brian. It is a 36 all tie. I'll, I'll do the best I can, but I think the guys in the road jerseys are going to do a lot better. A lot better than this broadcaster. Second free throw off the front of the rim. No, loose ball rebound. Briggs controls it, races up the floor. Turns, spins, left side with a good move on Rashad Johnson. The lay-in by Allen Briggs, and he's got eight. 38-36, Michigan City back with the lead. In the corner, Jackson Snyder, bad pass, and the loose ball deflected. 
by Van Buren, and he knocked it off the kneecaps of Cooper Pritchett out of bounds. Possession Wolves. They lead it by two, and Tom Wells will burn a Michigan City timeout. We'll do the same. 5.07 to play fourth quarter. Timeout Michigan City. They lead Mishawaka 38-36. You're in two with K-Man basketball. A 30-second timeout on 96-1 the top. It is crunch time. Oh, speaking of crunch, how about some uh, real crunch to your next holiday party? Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips at your favorite local grocery store. It is crunch time, Coach. I wish I had a bag. I'm starving. No, I was just saying, you got one in your pocket here? No, no, I no, Jay, no Jay's Crunchers. Down, we might have to make a stop at a nearby Mini Mart on the way home. I am starving. So inbounds to the Wolves after the Tom Wells timeout. His club... 3-1 in the season. Leads 2-1 Mishawaka. 38-36. We're at 4.50 to play. Center floor. Briggs dribbles to the right hash mark. Gives it up now. That will be Calgill with it. Dribbles back out to the center floor area. Maybe Michigan City spread it just a bit. Looking for a mismatch. Making Mishawaka play some defense with two players on the floor. Brady Fisher and Rasan Johnson each with four fouls. I Got think him. this is way too early to do this. And Tom Wells don't want to play in the 40s, remember? Murphy with the basketball out center floor to right. 4.20 to play. Right on the explosion of the basket. Dribbles, penetrates, leans in. Shot put up. Blocked by Fisher. Loose ball punched in the backcourt. Stolen by Rasan Johnson. He'll take it to the hole. Lay it up and in. And then Brady steals the inbounds. Loose ball stolen to Rasan. Put it up and in. Back-to-back baskets by Rasan Johnson. And what a steal by Brady Fisher. All that while he's got four fouls. So that's, that's just a great heads-up play by Brady. And with almost five minutes left going to that little stall, when you were hammering the cavemen by taking it to the rack, I, I just didn't like that. And now Mishawaka's got the momentum back. So they tie it at 38, and they take the lead at 40-38 on back-to-back -back hoops by Rasan Johnson. One in transition on a block, and the ball punched into the backcourt, which ultimately became the Mishawaka forecourt. And then the inbounds, Brady Fisher again, and he and Rasan both with four fouls, playing gutsy, and then Rasan hits a big, big free throw. 41-38, we're at four minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. With Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us. For high school hoop, caveman style on 96, won the ton. Dribble drive left of the lane. Good move, Anthony Murphy. Takes it home for his 11th point, 41-40. Mishawaka lead trim to one. Center floor, Jackson Snyder. Touch pass inside to Pritchett. Back out to Jackson. His outlet pass deflected, saved by Rasan. Chasing down the loose balls, Brady. And Bodie Bender will burn a timeout for the caveman. And again, he saves that possession because Mishawaka against that 1-3-1 half-court trap was, was just so jittery and so quick instead of just being strong with the ball. So a timeout, Bodie Bender will do the same. K-Ben nursing a one-point advantage. 41-40, we're back after this timeout. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Ben basketball on 96-1 the top. Back here to the Wolves' den in Michigan City with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Good news, Mishawaka has hit a couple of three-pointers tonight, and that helps our field goals for the community. For each field goal scored by Mishawaka, Santier Bank is donating $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. Discover a better way to save with Santier Bank, and thank you to their 
staff and their team at Centier for their generosity and certainly their support of the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County. Come on, K-Men, hit some more threes. Let's, let's add to that total. After the Bodie Bender timeout, 3.30 to play, 41-40 K-Men. Wolves continue the man-to-man defense. Fisher with the basketball. Dribble center floor, hands to Rasan. Rasan tries to work it inside, nothing there. He'll dribble sideways, now fakes right, goes left. Back in the corner to Nelson. Nothing there. Back out left point to Rasan. Now Cooper will set a screen. Rasan will get the switch off from the defender. Dribbles, pull up 10-footer, in and out, no good. Rebound Pritchett, bobble the loose ball, and it's saved now by Michigan City. Here comes Elijah Wright, runs up the floor, 14-footer, puts on the brakes, ribbing in and out, no good. Just couldn't get the soft touch to fall, and the rebound down to Rasan. Now Jackson Snyder, shy of the timeline, races across, draws the double team, steps between the defenders, finds Rasan right in the right hash mark area. Two, and behind the back, Johnson has his pocket picked, Briggs on the steal, dribble drive, goes for the score, misses, rebound, loose ball, put up and in by right. No, and the ball falls out of the rim. That literally rattled in and out after it was down probably 75%. Fisher races to the forecourt. Right corner to Cooper. Double team. Fires it to Snyder. Under to Brady. Fakes. Dribbles. Leads in and scores. Came in after work extra hard for that possession and score. They lead it 43-40. 2-10 to play. Out center floor now right for Michigan City. The Wolves going from far left side to near right side. And a Tom Wells timeout will be taken here at 2.03 to play. We have a whistle for the timeout, and then we had another whistle. There's a technical foul on somebody from Michigan City, maybe a player. But Ian Bosser has called called both timeouts, or or, I'm sorry, both technical fouls. So a timeout. And a technical foul. We'll sort it all out at 2.03 to play fourth quarter. 43-40. K-Men, we're back after this on 96-1 the ton. Two quick updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board, both in the fourth quarter over in Middlebury, Northridge, and South and Riley. They're also in a defensive Donnybrook. Riley leading 39-37. Also late fourth quarter, South Bend Clay hosting Goshen. The Red Hawks lead the host Colonials. 45-39. Earlier tonight, Mishawaka girls, they won a thriller at the cave as they defeated South Bend Clay 42-41. Aza Schaefer with 27 points for Mishawaka. Heck, your thoughts here? It's crunch time. Well, yeah, I it's, think it's I, double crunch time. I think the uh, technical was called on Elijah Wright from uh, Michigan City and Jackson Snyder. Now, this is, this, this is a huge play in this game because we have two free throws, and then we get the ball out of bounds. So Jackson Snyder sh- shooting 75% on the season, makes the first one for a four-point lead. That's huge, huge for the cavemen. Now we just have to take care of the ball. Snyder, make free throws down the stretch. Sorry, Heck, Snyder, who is averaging just one point per ball game, goes to the stripe twice tonight, hitting the first and now for the second time, unfortunately missing the second who is one for two and one for two, has totaled eight points on the night. And at 2.03 to go, Mishawaka lead is four. 44-40, and they'll get possession on the inbound. Brady Fisher triggers to Rasan. Again, both players are working with four fouls, and Rasan had the ball knocked away by a Wolves defender, Allen Briggs, but it, Briggs also called for a reaching foul, reached across the body of the Mishawaka dribbler. 
So Rashad's going to get two free throws here. He's coming off of a one for two in the last couple possessions. And that one, that one, I don't know how it went in, but it went in. No so style Rashad. points. No, no style points no. right now. It's all about the Tickle the twine, man. It is all about the end result. 45-40 Mishawaka. 158 to play. Second free throw. This one was nothing but net for Rassam. Really, really need those points. The lead is six, two possessions. Baseline, dribble drive. Briggs cut off defensively by Rassam. Again, he and Brady Fisher working with four fouls. Outright wing. Cowgill from three. Throws up a brick. Loose ball rebound. Karam's out in transition in the running layup is good by Rasan Johnson. That long rebound started that transition play. And Rasan's field goal gives Mishawaka a lead of 8, 48-40. We've got a minute 32 to play. Cowgill bounce past the paint. Loose ball. Briggs bobbled it. Stolen by Pritchett. Outlets to Rasan. Another easy lay-in. Rasan Johnson with back-to-back hoops. 50-40. Mishawaka's lead their largest at 10. Step back three. Launched. Missed by Murphy. Long rebound to Rasan Johnson. And at 1-11 to play, the Cavemen look to add to their 10-point advantage. Center floor, Cooper Pritchett with the basketball. Now the Cavemen will play keep away. Brady dribbles through a crowd, kicks it in the wing. Nelson fakes a three. Top side to Brady. Mishawak is just going to choose some clock. Brady again working with four fouls, double team, triple team, back out to Rasan, back door, fakes to Cooper Pritchett, leans in and put it up and in. Pritchett's fourth point, assist to Rasan Johnson, and Mishawaka, don't look now, leads by a dozen with 39 seconds to play. 52 to 40, top side right, out to Briggs, top of the key, Cowgill, double team. Now the carry, long pass and a three ball launch and missed literally from 40 feet away by Murphy. And the loose ball rebound knocked out of bounds. Touch last by Mishawaka. 25 this, seconds. The K-Ben lead by a dozen. Well, this has been the Rashawn Johnson show here in the fourth quarter. He's made some big plays, made a couple of free throws, and he's willed this win for Mishawaka. Inbounds, catch, turn, shoot, miss Murphy, loose ball three, and then the loose ball rebound. Allen Briggs picks it up and throws it up and in his 10th point. 15 seconds. Brady Fisher on the seat of his pants rolls the basketball in the backcourt to Jackson Snyder. Jump pass across at eight seconds to Brady. Now to Pritchett. Pritchett and the K-Men are going to lose the possession. No, they're not. I thought for a moment maybe there was a violation, but Pritchett was fouled at four seconds by Michigan City. And a couple of token free throws will help decide this final score. But Mishawaka is going to get out of here with a 10-point win. But... What a seesaw. Well, no, this last three minutes since the technical foul, the score was was 42-40. to The technical foul has just uh, hurt Michigan City. And and, uh, Mishawaka, a veteran-laden team, just took that and ran with it. They took advantage, no doubt about that. First free throw by Cooper Pritchett, good. Second one with a soft touch, ribs front, back, and in. And it's now 54-42. Inbounds Michigan City, they'll put a full-court pass under the basket to Keegan Cowgill, who will lay it up and in. But that will be the final score. Mishawaka with an impressive come-from-behind road win here tonight at the Wolf's Den in Michigan City. Final score, Mishawaka 54 Michigan City 44. Stay tuned. Our post-game show is just around the corner. We will recap everything with scoring, statistics, and more. And, of course, later in our post-game update, Matt Embry with an update on the U.S. Sinecrafter scoreboard. All that and much, much more on the way. We also anticipate a visit by head coach Bodie Bender in our post-game report. We'll get some coaches' comments from him as well. But, again, Mishawaka 
They pick up win number three on the young season. They win it on the road. K-Band 54, Michigan City 44. We're back to recap it with the postgame show coming up next. Year and two with Mishawaka K-Band basketball on 96-1 the time. Along with former K-Band coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. An interesting win tonight for Mishawaka. A seesaw of momentum, a seesaw of streaks. Saw Mishawaka trail after one quarter of play in this contest, 16-50. to 50. Michigan City came out on fire. In fact, hit three three-pointers in that first quarter to surge to that 16-15 advantage. Mishawaka, though, would see the Wolves cool off and they would step up the defense and improve the offense. They would bounce back from that one-point deficit to lead at halftime, 28-21. Ah, don't, uh, don't, uh, don't think this game was over because they were up by seven because Michigan City cranked up the heat and Mishawaka cooled off. They were held to just five points in period number three. Michigan City scored 14 themselves in that third cue and would lead it 35-33 after three. But then Mishawaka found a little magic, and two times tonight, it seems like momentum kind of shifted. One in the first half on a technical that was whistled against Michigan City head coach yes. Tom Wells, and then later a technical whistled on Michigan City's Adrian Holly, and those uh, certainly technical free throws added a couple of points in each scenario for Mishawaka, but it seemed, Ron Heklinski, like maybe a little momentum switched, and ultimately from that point on, Michigan Mishawaka rather ruled and came from behind to defeat Michigan City. Cavemen win it 54 to 44, and uh, boy, what a, what a fourth quarter as they put together a very, very impressive period with 21 points, and there were just so many uh, turning points back and forth in this uh, in this game. Uh, how about your thoughts? We're going to get a visit from Bodie Bender here in just a moment, but I'm anxious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, obviously it was the shooting woes for uh, uh, Michigan City with, with the game. Maybe a one-possession game, maybe Michigan City down three. They had four point-blank shots that were right at the rim and, and couldn't finish him. They ended up 5 for 26 from the three-point line, wow. which is woeful, and uh, committed nine turnovers, 5 for 14 from the uh, charity stripe. So their shooting woes, were, were, I mean, didn't help them tonight, and the fact that Mishawaka guards so doggone well, um, that's, just, that's just what you're going to get when you're, you know, you're going to play against Mishawaka. Tom Wells said he certainly didn't want to play that game in the 40s. Well, the way Mishawaka guards, they force you to play those games in the 40s. And just a great, great all-around win by the Cavemen. And in particular, a, a superb effort by Rasan Johnson in that fourth quarter who was working with four fouls. Brady Fisher had uh, to work much of that second half with foul trouble as well. But the Cavemen come up with a way and find a way to win it on the road here to finish this four-game road trip to begin the season. And they clear it out with a 3-1 record now as they win it here at Michigan City 54-44. JV game wasn't as kind for Mishawaka as they fell in the JV contest 53-35. We will take a timeout. When we come back, we'll visit with the K-Man head coach, second-year boss Bodie Bender, as his K-Man pick up a 10-point road win here at the Wolves' Den. We're back to recap it more with the coach and have more with our post-game show coming up. Yarn 2 with Mishawaka K-Man basketball here on 96-1 The Ton. Back on the post game show to the Wolves Den at Michigan City High School with Ron Heklinski. 
I'm Brian Miller. We are joined by second-year Mishawaka boys basketball coach Bodie Bender, and uh, we talked about a lot of things in the uh, in the pregame show. I'm not sure that uh, when, when I ask you about the keys to success, I'm not sure poor free-throw shooting was one of the things <laughs> that you were talking as a key, but you found a way to shake that off, and wow, what a fourth quarter. Again, a 21-point fourth quarter, and uh, you find some magic on the road. Uh, uh, you just uh, kind of stroll out of here with a 10-point win. It wasn't yeah, that easy, though, was it? It was an ugly 10-point win, but I will say, I, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I told the kids at halftime, this game felt very similar, very eerily similar to March uh, in that matchup at Logansport, and uh, you know, we saw a lot of the same things. I thought defensively they were they were pretty darn good. Um, but I, I thought our kids did a great job of forcing them to shoot the shoot the ball over us, take tough shots. I think Heck told me before we went on the air, came back on the air, they were, what, 5 of 26 from 3? 5 yeah. of 26, so, 19%. Yeah, our kids did a great job of defending, I thought, all night. What were we holding to, 42? Um, 44. 44. So defensively, we did a, a pretty darn good job. A team that averages 67. Yeah, yeah. And, and we knew we had to slow down and make them play at our pace a little bit and, and wear them down and, and make them guard us a little bit. And I thought we did a, a terrific job um, of that in the first half. But, yeah, Brian, you hit it on the head. You know, I, I know at one point I think uh, Ian or, or Steve told me on the bench we were – I think it was Ian said we were 6 of 16 from the free throw line. And we got guys that, you know, have the ball in their hands a lot that, you know, I, I guess you could call it jokingly that – um, you know, we got a lot of 16 out of 20, 17 out of 20 free throw shooters in practice when we shoot free throws or, you know, uh, 37 out of 40 whenever we shoot a, a bunch of free throws. But uh, at some point, I would think that's got to start translating. If we knock a few more of those down, this is probably more than a 12-point victory for us tonight. 54-44. Mr. 10 points, sorry. I, I knew what you were thinking. 54-44, yeah. the final score. I asked Heck this when we went to one of the commercial breaks here earlier in the postgame show that there were two technical fouls whistled, one against Tom Wells, another against one of the Wolves players, yeah. and both times you guys went on a little mini run. Yeah. Did, did, did it feel like there was momentum shifting during that time, I thought or was that, it just fate? I thought that second one, um, yeah, we made a little mini run, and, and they kind of looked like they gave up a little bit. I, I'll be honest. I thought the first one on Tom was a, was a little cheap. I, I didn't think he earned that. Um, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say enough uh, verbiage to earn it. Uh, I thought what he was asking was a legitimate question, and, and uh, I kind of side with Tom on that one. Well, and, hey, you know, coaches do stick together, but uh, I will say Tom Wells, at least from our, uh, our vantage point here, what, 180 feet away, looked like probably the most surprised guy in the gymnasium right. that he got teched, not just on his home floor, but got – got teched in that situation but uh, hey let, let's let's take a second to talk about Brady Fisher Rasan Johnson both kids got into foul trouble and uh, were playing late in this game yeah. in crunch time with four <laughs> fouls apiece but they didn't seem like they backed down they were careful it seemed like but yeah. they didn't back down in particular there was a transition where Mishawaka st stole the, the, the rebound they punched the ball in the forecourt Rasan takes it basically the rest of the way lays it up and in Brady steals the inbounds. The loose ball comes back to Rasan, mm -hmm. and he's aggressive, goes to the basket again. Sometimes kids aren't going to be willing yeah. to take those chances with four fouls yeah. for fear of getting thrown but, out of this game with uh, with their fifth, but they found a way. But as you know, and, and heck may know, having Brady as a sophomore and having Rasan as a sophomore, and me only having him for about a year plus, 
those kids are aggressive and that's how they play and and that's that's kind of a hard thing to take away from somebody and how they play so i'm never going to try to back that down um they know when they get three or four fouls that they can't be as aggressive uh, that was just kind of a play that obviously yeah. worked out for us. And usually, you know, Coach, yeah. you don't usually throw that ball clear in the backcourt like that, but it paid off for us. I think Brady kind of saw a maroon jersey and threw it close to a maroon jersey and uh, happened to work out for us. Those guys are veteran players, man, and, and they they understand what it takes to win. And, and you've already made comments about this, but I, I just I want to make a comment about this too. I mean, your defensive effort will always keep you in games. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about – you know, not allowing uh, Michigan City maybe two or three times got to the rack and got into the paint, but mm-hmm. your 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 help and recover defense has just been really really good. Talk to that help and recover defense a lot. Well, I mean, I, it's something that I don't know. Coach Nelson's standing up here. We work on it once or twice a week. We go back to the old, which you should be doing in fourth grade, four on five shell, and we talk about. You know, just don't go through the motions. When the ball snapped off and passed, make sure we jump to the ball to build that habit. And then once the ball is skipped over, we play live and we go at it. And I think we, we went back to that last night in practice, and I thought the kids flied around. And I told them, guys, you're going to make a mistake, but at least fly around making the mistake. Who knows? You might get a tip, we get a steal, and we get a layup. And I thought we got a couple of those tonight, especially late there, you know, Brady steal. Um, so it's something that we work on. I thought also tonight defensively, tonight was the best night we blocked out. Yeah, and, and I will say this much to you. Anytime you put Carmine Orozco on the floor, good things happen because yeah. he's such a tough cover. Yeah. And, I mean, whatever minutes he has, I mean, he makes things happen for you. Yeah, I mean, he's if, we, if he gets a clean catch in the post, it's usually a bucket. Yeah. Uh, and then he got fouled on the one. I, I can't remember if he hit both. I know he hit the yes. one. Yep. So he might be he might be leading the team in free throw percentage at 100% because every right. free throw he's taken this year, he's made. So maybe that's my fault. Maybe I should have him on the floor a little bit more in the second half. <laughs> yeah, I, think he's a, I think he is just a, a very unique player because he's got great feet. He's got great, great hands. hands. Yeah. He, he couldn't stop himself on that closeout in the corner. That, had, that was gravity. <laughs> on the drive-by. Yeah, that yeah. had nothing to do with anything, but that was gravity on the three-point yeah. shot when he found a three-point Yeah, when you're about 270, shot. that's hard for him to, to stop that Tough momentum. Tough to put those brakes on. Yeah, but I tell you what, you know, in our defensive concept, and heck, you know, like he's done a great job of getting out, switching, and getting down in a stance oh, on great. a ball screen. He's done a tremendous job of that. He's great. Yeah. Great no, road win tonight for Mishawaka, 54 to 44 over the Wolves of Michigan City. Mishawaka improves to three and one. The Wolves fall to three and two overall. But uh, don't look now, as I teased you in the pregame. The the Indiana Traveling Road Show is complete. We're, <sighs> we are gonna the the next magic number we're gonna hear is the number of miles the Cavemen have traveled to play four count them four road games at Tippy Valley, Marion to. Uh, Andrean last Friday and here tonight to Michigan City. Hey, guess what? You get to play at home Friday. Big, big, big conference opener against a red-hot green and white team from Concord. They're 5-1. and <laughs> one. They're giving up just 39 points a game. Yeah. And uh, Derek Deshaun's team playing really yeah, well. Yeah, I, I hear about a little bit about it every morning on my way to school uh, <laughs> when I get my about 7.20 in the morning phone call from him. So, uh <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that call the next couple I, I days, don't, are you? He may call tomorrow. I don't think he'll call me Thursday, <laughs> and he definitely won't call me Friday. 
Um, and that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. So depending on the turnout Friday, we may not talk all weekend either. Maybe I'll just prance right over to his house Saturday. I don't, I don't know. We'll <laughs> Who see. knows, right, what the plans are. But you guys obviously a little history in your gym town days <laughs> together. Should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. But, hey, i got to say this. It, it speaks volumes here as we're in this preseason uh, area. And, and just a few minutes ago we got the report that uh, Northridge squeaks out a 42-41 win over South at Riley. Uh, Goshen was at Clay tonight. Northwood was home against Jimtown. But when you look at the Northern Lakes Conference, eight schools, seven of the eight coming into action today were all over 500. And the only 500 team, oh, a defending state champion, Northwood, at one up and one down. But uh, Wawasee, Plymouth, Goshen, all three and two entering tonight's play. Uh, Warsaw, three and one. Northridge, four and one. Concord, five and one. And now you guys are three and one. Speaks volumes. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's never easy, is it? Uh, never gets easy. No. No, and life on the road has been uh, – this has been an interesting test for you guys yeah. in the early stretches. Yeah. I know the schedule changed when Riley came off during what would have been, what, the, the first weekend of mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. You'll play them at the Kokomo Tournament. But uh, your thoughts on this four-game stretch overall? <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I said I'm glad it's, it's over. <laughs> or, you know, glad that, glad that we don't have to make any road trips now. On Friday we can uh, – uh, you know, you get to play two in can, a row. Yeah, we can play at home for a little bit, and then and then next Friday uh, in the morning go down to Kokomo, and hopefully it's a good trip away for the boys, and we can have some time to, just with our kids. And uh, so yeah, I, hey, I'd be lying. To, hey, I'd be hey, lying to say one, if I'm, I'm not Come happy on. that it's over. So yeah, hey, we're three one. Three and one on the road, brother. Yeah, Come on, it's hard. It's hard. Hey, we'll let you go. I know you've got to uh, travel back to uh, yeah. to town. Congrats on the road win. Thank you. Congrats on the company band effort. And, uh, hey, we'll see you Friday night. Yeah, we'll see you guys Friday. Thank you. Friday see to you, cave. brother. Be see cool. you. Bodie Bender, head boys basketball coach here from Mishawaka, has came in here tonight on the road, defeating Michigan City 54-44. Let's take a recap of the individual scoring totals of this game. First for the hosts from Michigan City under – Veteran head coach Tom Wells in his fifth year here. He got one point off the bench for Terrence McCray and just one of five free throw shooting. A late field goal for Takarian Van Buren off the bench. Six points for Keegan Cowgill. He had three field goals. And three players hit the double-digit scoring column for Michigan City. Ten for Allen Briggs below his team-leading average of 13.5. He had four field goals, two of four free throw shooting. 11 points for Anthony Murphy. He had two three-pointers, two two-pointers, one of four at the charity stripe. And high point man for Michigan City with 14, Elijah Wright. He had three three-pointers, two two-pointers, and one for one at the free throw line. Elsewhere for Michigan City, Adrian Holly is starter and substitutes Andrew Vicari and Isaiah Smoot played but did not score. For the victorious Mishawaka Caveman, who defeat Michigan City here again by 10, 54-44. Jack Troyer off the bench with a field goal for two. A three for Trey Thomas off the bench for his three. Anthony Nelson with a third-quarter triple for his three. Carmine Roscoe in the second period of play with a field goal and two for two at the free throw line for his four points. Six points for Cooper Pritchett, two field goals, two of four at the free throw line. Eight points for Jackson Snyder, his season high. Three first-quarter field goals and two of four free throw shooting. All of those were on technical free throw opportunities. He had seven of his eight in the first half. And 11 for Brady Fisher. Fisher and Rasan Johnson played in 
much foul difficulty throughout the night, both playing down the stretch with four each. But Brady finishing with five field goals, one of two free throw shooting. And Rosan Johnson finished with 17. 13 of those came after halftime. 12 of those came in the fourth quarter. He had six field goals and finished after an 0 for 5 start. He finished 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of 11 at the free throw line. All players who saw action scored for Mishawaka as they again improved to 3 and 1. Rod Heklinski, any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, if, if you're going to win these kind of games, and especially at home for Michigan City, you got to shoot a little bit. Michigan City just shot, I mean, I mean, they were awful tonight, 5 for 26 from deep, and uh, you got to give a lot of credit to the cavemen, the way they defended, the way they took driving lanes away, the way they forced Michigan City to take deep threes. And uh, then, uh, I mean, I mean, the fourth quarter, a veteran team. A veteran team takes control in the fourth quarter. They got some great play out of Rashawn, and, and hopefully that sparks Rashawn a little bit. Now, he, you know, I mean, he, he had some rhythm. He had some finishes. And, uh, you know, we need to get him going as we head into the Northern Lakes Conference now. But all in all, just a great night, just a great uh, four-game start to this uh, stretch for the Cayman. I mean, 3-1 and one on the road. I'd take that. I'd take that and go home and not – if they say at the start of the season, hey, hey, heck, you're going to go three and one on the road, I ain't even playing them. I go three and one, man. Come I'll on. Take it, take yeah. it, take it to the bank. Hey, we'll see you Friday night. Pre-game show right around uh, right around 7.20 or so for Mishawaka and Concord. But again, we'll see you Friday night. It'll be great to be home. Rod Heklinski with his color commentary and statistical help here and certainly in uh, insight on this caveman basketball team and victory here tonight. Hey, fans, to win in sports, you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. The same is true in the world of investments. Edward Jones advisor Ryan Watson is here to help. Call Ryan Watson at 574-675-0168 or visit his office on McKinley Avenue in Osceola. Ryan Watson, Edward Jones, member SIPC. Fans, that's going to wrap it up here for our postgame show from Michigan City High School. The Cayman with a strong fourth quarter. They win it by 10, 54-44. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is standing by with a final report on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. And again, join us Friday night. If you can't be at the cave in person to welcome this team home in their home opener, Mishawaka Boys Basketball looking for a Northern Lakes Conference Championship, a sectional champion a year ago, and Again, their opponent, Concord, the 5-1 Minutemen, will come to town. Should be a great one. Get out, support the boys, but if you can't be there, check us out on the radio here at 96.1 The Ton or tune things in on the Mishawaka Network. Again, for Ron Heklinski, Brian Miller bidding you a very pleasant good night. Mishawaka Caveman winner, 54-44. You heard it on your home for Mishawaka High School Sports, 96.1 The Ton. Stay tuned. Matt Embry is standing by with the USI Crafter Scoreboard after this timeout. And your home for Mishawaka Caveman Basketball, 96.1 The Ton. Good night from Michigan City. I should have mentioned that in the post game. Yes, sir. Two threes. You got it. Thanks, Matt. See ya. Discover vibrant industries, iconic landmarks, famous Mishawakans, and a proud military heritage. Begin your journey back in time. 
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 